Welcome to Church Talk podcast. Today, Pastor Prithvi tackles the matter of division within the church, potential occurrence of church splits, detailing the necessary steps precautions to be taken, various challenges, outcomes and causes of church splits when it comes to building the church of Jesus. Tune in to be equipped with the wisdom on how to handle division in churches. Greetings in Jesus precious name. Welcome to Church Talk podcast. This podcast is aimed to help you and to help your church, to help your pastors and to help your leaders to function in a way that you are in fact building the church that Jesus is building. That you are not trying to build your own ecosystem, your own name or your own fame, but you're trying to build a church that will honor the body of Christ that Jesus is building all over the world now if you're building a church that Jesus is building it is definitely going to pain your heart when you hear that there is prospective division coming up in your church a church split is never easy a church split is not uh, something that is desirable sometimes the lord knows how to use it for his glory in fact all times most times uh, the lord has turned church splits around for his glory and for the benefit and for the multiplication of that particular church and yet we need to ask this question to ourselves why is it that i did not see this coming why is it that i did not take the needed appropriate precautions to make sure that this doesn't happen in my church now i have uh, seen so many churches being split uh, over uh, the period of time that i have grown and seen and been in the church uh, for the last couple of decades and most times the one primary reason why i have seen church splits occur is because of a lack of leadership structure where people don't really value the senior most leader or they don't value or they don't trust the uh, the their uh, ability to lead and they don't trust what god is speaking through them now on some occasions their discernment may even be right on some occasions it may be true that the leader is not capable of leading them or the leader has walked off from their relationship with god or the leader has uh, lost their understanding of what needs to be done and what it need not be done in a church setup but having said that we need to really sit back and understand hey how do we justify church division when we have not really worked hard to make sure that the church is well kept and well guarded we have not done our part in uh, making sure that there is proper hedges all around the church we have not done our part in building up our own leadership structure we have not done our part in keeping out the wolves that have the capacity to uh, tear the church apart we have not done our part and then we were just find it very easy to blame the devil to blame Uh, the kingdom of satan saying hey it's they are responsible for the division in the church where we have not done our part in keeping our community together now 
So let me bring an encouragement from the Lord for all of you that are working hard. And I can imagine how terrifying and challenging this situation would be if you're currently going through it yourself. And may this not be able to uh, cause you to lose your faith and uh, hope that the, that the Lord will bring out the best even through this particular season of your life. And even as you're dealing with it, um, may I encourage you to reorganize some things in your church, to restructure some areas of your church. One of the first things that you need to do, you need to put into place is that the church needs to have a proper and a strong leadership structure. If you read 1 Corinthians chapter 1, you would see Apostle Paul writing to the church at Corinth and asking them, guys, what is it that I'm hearing among you guys? That there is division all over? I see that some of you are saying I'm a follower of Paul. Some of you say that I'm a follower of Apollos. Some of you are saying I follow Peter and someone else, the, the holy, the uh, spiritual ones, so to speak. They say, I only follow Jesus. And uh, Paul was extremely upset to know that there is division in the church. And division also because there was no leadership structure, no defined leadership structure. And then he begins to teach them. He explains to them how he brought the gospel to them. And then he goes on to say in the next couple of chapters, he says, hey, you may have 10,000 people that will teach you, that will counsel you, that will help you, but you only have one father. Now, I may not be there with you in person, but right now you need to get this into your spirit. You need to get this into your systems. This need to be written down in your church bylaws that I became your father in Christ when I brought you the good news. When I brought and birthed this movement, this church in Corinth, you need to understand that I became your father. There was a deep spiritual connection between me and you. Now, what he's trying to do is realign the leadership structure. Now, if you are going through a, a split and in the midst of uh, all divisions and chaos and challenges, it may be very hard to enforce a new leadership structure. But can you do it when things are fine? Don't wait for a problem to come so that you can put principles and protocols in place. You need to do that even when things are going okay and things are moving on smooth. You know, if you could just take time to intentionally write down who is the leader in the church, who is a pastor in this church, who is the senior most uh, bishop or apostle of this church, who is the overseer over my church, what organization do we fall under and what is the vision and the purpose and the mission of this church? If you can write all those things down on a paper and make it clear for everybody to read it and put it on your website, put it on uh, all social medias, make sure that people understand this is how this particular church functions. And when you re-establish the leadership structure in the church, it becomes easier even for newcomers and for people that migrate from other churches to come and not just try to dilute the culture of the church, but to adapt 
to the church culture that you have already established here to come and submit to the leadership structure that you have already established in your church and if you don't do that i'm telling you it's just a matter of time before somebody will come with their opinion before somebody will come with their understanding of how the church should function and it'll just be a matter of time before somebody who is not aligned to the leadership structure begins to uh, make shorts begin to make their call and begins to try changing things around and division will be right around the corner you know you have to become very intentional my dear pastors and leaders i'm talking to the pastors and the leaders that are uh, working hard in the vineyard of the lord you have to become very very intentional to make sure that it is only those that are traveling in the same direction that i am now they may not be there with me for my whole life but as long as they are traveling in the same direction they are willing to receive from me they are willing to grow with me only those people get to be on my leadership now we are not trying to run a company here we are trying to run a kingdom in this place this is not uh, how corporates may function this is not how an organization may necessarily function but this is how we run the kingdom of god we have to function the way that the lord functioned with the disciples when he chose the 12 disciples he was not looking for people that are good with their skill sets people that are willing to uh, you know try and uh do particular tasks or assignments he did not give them a job profile before he selected them he was looking at their heart and their willingness to submit and their willingness to die for jesus their willingness to follow jesus all the way to the end and you would see that so many disciples dropped out when jesus started upgrading his teachings and doctrines and when he started bringing real meat to the stable many people dropped out and many people said this is not my cup of tea i don't think i can go through uh, with this and only 12 of them were left by that end and and those 12 were the ones that jesus commissioned and worked personally with and it's okay if not many of many people want to submit to your leadership structure but it is necessary that you still define your leadership structure and if you have not defined your leadership structure then it is going to be a chaos it is definitely going to be a challenge for people to understand and uh, affirm that and submit to that and see you should understand that even when you're setting up your leadership structure it cannot be a random group of people it has to be those people that are uh, that have a understanding and have the spiritual wisdom to uh, come in alignment with the vision of the church see if we have 10 leaders and 10 leaders have 10 different vision for the church 10 different reason why they are doing the church 10 different heartbeat for the church the church is going nowhere and that is why it is necessary that you will have one leader one pastor under whom the leaders function to whom the leaders submit and they realize that there is somebody that we can bring our visions and our understandings and our purposes and our desire for this church and we can bring it to him and 
we can let him take the final call but if if all 10 of them are going to be on the same plane as you're establishing the church leadership it is going to be a big big mess going forward my prayer is that you will do the necessary changes that you need to do and and bring in the special uh, things that you need to bring in much much before you are faced with a dilemma or a challenge with your leadership that you would do this in the peaceful times that that you wouldn't wait for a challenge or a storm to occur but even when things are okay and things are perfectly fine that is when you would work hard to rebuild your leadership structure something that i um, have put into place in our church here is that we need to have people that are ministering here to be mentored by the leaders it is necessary that they be accountable to the leaders they be accountable to the pastors and if they are not accountable they can still be in our church they can still be in the family but they cannot be leaders they cannot be worship leaders they cannot be leaders of any particular responsibilities they cannot be leaders in any areas and 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 we've made it mandatory that every single person that is serving in this church be mentored by one of the pastors or leaders of this church you need to make it uh, mandatory in your own style and ways now not every church will have a mentorship structure like we do your church may have a different structure of leading people it may be a bible study or it may be a a, a phone call however you would want to help these people on a personal basis if this person is not committed to you more than coming to church on a sunday morning more than just being available once in a while then he or she is not ready to lead along with you he may have done it in the past but if he is not doing it right now then they are not ready to lead the church with you if if you need your leadership structure intact if you need your leadership structure solid if you need your church to constantly grow in momentum and to go further and not be sinking and becoming stagnant at any point if you need your church to constantly be in this place of increasing and 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 not looking behind then you need to constantly keep a watch for the leaders in your church and make sure that all of them are on the same page that all of them are being edified that all of them are being taught that all of them are being covered that all of them are being mentored and that all of them are walking with god the way you are walking with god and that all of them are able to reflect your heartbeat for the church that you are raising and planting see you know we are all planting one big body of christ uh, you know we are all part of this one big body of christ that jesus is building all over the world and yet it has a local translation each unit each primary organization or church each house of worship that the lord has allowed it to be established in each locality it has its own unique purpose and vision and it is necessary that as a team that as a whole unit your church understands what is the purpose of your church what is the vision of your church what is the heart behind your church being placed in this particular locality 
with this people group and with this kind of resources and with this kind of information how can you make the most of what god has entrusted you with it is necessary that you ask these questions to your church members to your leaders and grow in that place and grow in that place and and uh, the the more that you are faithful with the little things that has already been given to you the more will actually be given to you the more will actually be entrusted into your hands in my prayer and my hope is that you would not take the call of god over your church for granted and uh, some of us you know you have to understand that it's not going to be a easy process and so some of us we may get very discouraged it may be very tiring it may be very exhausting trying to uh, put a leadership structure in place in your church especially if it is the early days of your church when you do not have committed members in your church it's okay to not put people into leadership for a while it's okay to not uh, establish uh, titles and names something that we did in our churches uh, and we are still doing that is to uh, keep rotating job responsibilities every year no two people will be uh, functioning in the same position for two constant years we have kept rotating responsibilities and and sometimes it's necessary to do that in a floating congregation when people uh, keep coming in and going out uh, there so so that you're not depending heavily and completely and wholly and solely on one particular person uh, and you're giving more space for growth and you're letting some people off who are not willing to uh, give in their time or uh, they bring in their availability you are telling them hey i'm giving you this task for the next one year why don't you give you 100% and uh, i'm going to train you i'm going to help you i'm going to back you up but why don't you take this department to the next level and the, after the year why don't you change them and put them into a different department and you see okay this person did better in the previous department than here so you can bring them back into the other department and you can put them back into their original function and and that is how you learn and grow and work with your leadership and the earlier you do this french the easier it will be the longer you can go the more less burdensome your ministry is going to be but the longer that you delay this process the longer that you keep it away saying i i'll do it when our church is 50 or i'll do it when our church is 100 i'll do it when our church is 200 i'm telling you it is going to be a painstaking process to do it once uh, people start coming in and everybody assumes leadership and everybody tries to function in different roles and there is no leadership structure that is already put into place then it can become a big big challenge see the church is not supposed to function as a democracy the church is supposed to function as a kingdom and when we understand that we are the royal priesthood we are a chosen generation we are set apart to call forth not the glory or the name of this particular church that i represent but to call forth the or to show forth the praises of the one who brought us out of darkness into his glorious light so when we when we keep realigning our vision when we keep realigning our leadership structure 
And, and, and third, if we can keep bringing the focus back to Jesus. See, there is, if there is one unifying factor among all of us, it is not the fact that we are Christians, because, hey, you know, like you know, Christians have so many denominations. If there is one unifying factor among all of us, it is not the fact that we are all Indians, because many of us are not Indians that are listening to me this morning. Uh, it's not the fact that we are all men or women. It's not the fact that we all talk English because for many of us, English is not our first language. We do not have any common ground except the fact that we all love Jesus and we are all working hard to become like Jesus. So if you can constantly bring your church back to that place where you are encouraging them to uh, pursue Jesus, become like Jesus, grow into the person of Jesus. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 4 that the ultimate goal of pastors and leaders is to help the church to grow in unity of faith till the church grows up to become like the head, which is Christ himself. Now that is the goal of the church leaders. That is the goal of pastors that we try to bring our church to resemble our master, to resemble our bridegroom, that the church and the bridegroom, it looks the same on the beautiful wedding day, that, that there is the same purity, there is the same glory, there is the same heart that the, the bridegroom has, that the church will carry. And if we can constantly keep Jesus in the center of everything, Jesus in the center of our worship, Jesus in the center of our sermons, Jesus in the center of our uh, leadership gatherings, Jesus in the center of our spending budgets, Jesus in the center of why we want to train our children, Jesus in the center of why we want to do evangelism, Jesus in the center of every revival meeting, Jesus in the center of every marriage enrichment seminar and all kinds of things that we undertake. If Jesus can be the center of everything, I don't think you need another more unifying factor. It is necessary that we come back to this, that at the end of the day, our worship cannot be about our music, it cannot be our abilities, it cannot be about our the uh, uh, genre of songs that we select, it has all got to be about how we can glorify Jesus, how we can make it all about Jesus. And if we do that in our church, if we establish a leadership structure, which is going to be constantly working hard, that is going to be constantly uh, realigning itself and bringing its heartbeat back to understanding what Jesus has done for us and how we can serve him back. I'm telling you, you've got an exciting church. You've got a church that is ready to go to the next level. Now, we are going to face practical challenges in doing that. And as your uh, pastors and as your leaders, we are all here to help you guys. If you need any practical physical help, to uh, realign some things in your church where you need an external voice to come and help you, you're welcome to write to us. And, uh, you know, I belong to this organization called Revive Nations. 
and uh, although uh, when we started we never thought it will become a church planting organization now today uh, the lord has risen so many revival leaders uh, so many prophets and pastors from this ministry who are actually raising up houses of worship all over the world revival houses houses that dream prayer that breathe revival wherever they are planted and uh, if you'd like to be aligned with this ministry and if you'd like to know more and if you'd like to be trained personally so that uh, things uh, that you are trying to do will have a sense of direction and you need uh, an overseer a, a help feel free to reach out to us and we'd be more than glad to the best of our ability if the lord leads us in that direction to partner with you and to help you to go to the next level and and you do not have to journey all alone you do not have to do this by yourself the more that we learn to do it in community the more that we submit ourselves the easier it becomes to uh, serve god and to build his church and when we understand that a body it cannot function without organization you know in your human body the the one thing that doctors will tell you so often is that there is organization for everything there is a particular way that things has to function it doesn't randomly one day decide to create a hormone and uh, produce this particular red blood cell or white blood cell there is a reason and there is a season for everything everything has to function in an order and when something happens out of order or something goes out of order that is a big alarm bell and that has to cause panic uh, to the ones that are in charge of that body and and my prayer and my hope is that you will have order in your church you will uh, bring organization from day 1 and you will establish a leadership structure in place right from day one so that there is no confusion that there is no challenging and there is no fighting there is no infighting and division within the church saying hey i follow so and so person and you follow so and so person there has to be a written understanding who is the spiritual father of this church who are the leaders that he has put into place who are the leaders that he wants us to promote or demote who are the leaders that are going to carry the vision of this church and in what roles and capacities can they function it needs to be written it needs to be understood and it needs to be taught to every person in the church and i pray and i hope that the lord will give you the wisdom for the same and if you'd like to reach out to us and let us know Uh, of any practical way in which we can serve you write to us on info@pastorprigi.com we'd be more than glad to come alongside you and help you any in any physical practical ways that's all for today uh, meanwhile if you have any doubts when it comes to um, questions with regards to planting your church feel free to write to us and uh, we would do our best to bring out as many resources as possible to help you to encourage you and to push you to do church the way that will bring honor and glory to Jesus also let me also invite you to partner with us financially you know making these podcasts every week it costs a lot of money especially when we have guest ministers coming and talking and 
sharing their experiences. The next episode on Church Talk is going to be very powerful. I'm interviewing a pastor from this city uh, who has been used by the Lord to uh, plant churches, not just in Karnataka, but even in the north of India. And uh, that conversation is going to really bless you guys. And if you'd like more such guest ministers coming on, uh, consider partnering with us financially and uh, which which can be used not just to buy and upgrade the equipments that we use for this podcast, but also to bring more guest ministers who can be very beneficial and helpful for each and every one of us that are subscribed to this particular podcast. Uh, so you can do that by going on pastorprajee.com slash donate. You can choose to give a one-time donation or a committed donation of every month or every year. That's all from our heart to your heart. May the Lord continue to bless your church and use your church to serve His purposes and to establish His kingdom in your locality, in your nation. Thank you for tuning in today. Have a blessed and a beautiful week ahead. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Hope you were blessed. Do visit pastorprigy.com slash podcast to subscribe for more resources related to church and various topics. Thank you.